3: Fix
4: it Radio. And it is that time. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We are live at a live remote broadcast at Worldwide Vintage Autos. I talked about it here for several weeks, and this is an annual event that they're having, and we're going to be here all the way until 1 o'clock. There'll be food and all sorts of things going on. Plenty of people here already, so if you're out and about, please stop by. We are at 4001 Forest Street, which is essentially about a block or so south of I-70. You can either get here by taking the Dahlia or the Colorado Boulevard exits, depending upon which way you're coming in. And, uh, again, not 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 very uh, hard to find, very easy, actually, and plenty of parking out front. Once you get down this direction, you'll see where everything is at. And everything is inside today. So no matter what our weather does, you're going to be good to go no matter what. So it will be a good family Day, so come on out, and they have literally got a warehouse full of cars, and uh, I've said before, hundreds of cars that are here. Uh, you can check those out on the website as well. And again, yes, this is Fix-It Radio, but we are at a live event for worldwide vintage autos. You can still call in with all of your Fix-It Radio questions, so don't worry. We'll take those as well, 303 477 Five six zero zero three zero three four seven seven five six zero zero, and as always, you can text us a question at three zero seven two hundred eighty two twenty two. Again, three zero seven two hundred eighty two twenty two. So again, if you're out and about, please stop by, say hi. Uh, even if you just want to come and go, you're more than welcome to do so. We've always got some giveaways for what we do here at Fix It Radio and Drive Radio as well. In fact, my wife was reminding me as we were setting up this morning, we need some Fix It Radio. Uh, goodies to give away so we will work on that here as we go through the summer this is our first event we've got some more events coming up Uh, be looking at the at the websites for the calendar of events that we have coming up but we've got some events coming up latter part of of july and then into august as well so be you know be paying attention all of that and we'll be out of some of our regular spots that we go to throughout the summer if you ever want to have us at an event you're more than welcome to ask and and, in a lot of cases we can accommodate that as well and just go to the website, either fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. Either way, just get a hold of me, and we'll do what we can to accommodate you. And if there's a special announcement that you've got, again, I'll do my very best to make that for an event that you may have. But we've got a lot going on here today at Worldwide Vintage Auto. So, again, come out and see us. It is an absolutely beautiful Colorado day. Uh, we may have a little bit of rain coming in later this afternoon, but again, don't let that bother you. And if you've got a classic car, truck, anything along those lines that you would like to show or for some of you that have thought, hey, I don't know that I want to own this any longer. i thought about selling it and doing something different. Well, that's what Worldwide Vintage Autos does. That's really their niche is they take cars that people are ready to sell that don't have the ambition, the time, the energy, the ability uh, in fact, sometimes it's family members where somebody may acquire a car and they have no idea what they even have. Worldwide Auto will help you with all of what it takes to get that vehicle sold, from appraising the vehicle, understanding its value, what's it worth in the marketplace, what can they sell it for, what will you net when it's all said and done. They do all the marketing for you, the whole nine yards. All you really need to do is just let them see the car and they can literally handle the rest. That That is the niche that they have. So... If again if you're in that world and you're looking to get rid of a car by and by the way it doesn't have to be an old classic car we were looking at the website last night my wife and I and they've got some cars here that some of you would even say is a Mitsubishi Montero a classic car well they have one whether you consider it one or not there is one here so again Anything that you might just not not need any longer, that you wouldn't go to a normal dealer to trade off, that's where Worldwide Vintage Autos comes into play. So, again, stop by, see all the cars. We're going to have a lot of fun today, so make sure you come by and say hi. Again, our number, 303-477-5600. Now, a, a topic that I started on a few weeks ago, but we never really finished, was mainly due to the rain that we have continually had and we still have rain potentially coming in here in the next couple of days from what i heard i'm going to talk about some irrigation stuff today again we'll also take calls so whatever you guys want to talk about we're here for that as well so if you've got a question for us that you'd like us to answer by all means let us know 303-477-5600 joe what's going on today
0: John, a couple of thoughts on how you, know, you did the sprinkler system. I know you did a repeat last week on the sprinkler, and it, it prompted me. You know, you've got a sponsor uh, is advertising a water uh, water heater flush, uh, but one of the things they don't mention is replacing the anode, the sacrificial anode. Uh, mm. A lot of people don't know what that is. It's a uh, it's a relatively cheap. It's a piece of soft metal. It's a rod about three feet long that goes in the top of your water heater. Um, after Five to seven years, it'll probably be completely eaten away. And if right. you replace it, you'll get an ex- you'll get an extra five years out of your water heater. So if you're going to have your water heater flushed and they're going to drain it down for the flush, you really ought to for an extra. I mean, the materials it's a twenty dollar item and it's maybe thirty minutes of labor. Uh, you can do it yourself if you're handy. If you do it yourself, just remember to turn off the power if it's an electric heater or shut the burner off if it's a if it's a uh, gas fired mm-hmm. heater. You don't want to have those heater elements running um, if you're going to drain the heater down. Right. Right. Running. So, but uh, again, replacing the anode will add five years to the life of your water heater. That was one. Um, Second, if you're on city water and you're going to put a filter in, uh, here in Jersey, we had a lot of chlorine smell. Back in Colorado, we were on well water, and we got here, and it was my wife was very sensitive. Particularly when you heat the water or you take a shower, you can smell the chlorine. So you, you, we put in a, a charcoal filter, but if you're going to do that, you want to get a, a full flow, a one inch in, one inch out. Uh, otherwise you're going to get restricted flow, particularly if you've got a sprinkler system. And ideally your sprinkler should be, be your sprinkler feed should be before any filtration uh, any household filtration system. So that would be my, my second suggestion. Um, and, and then if you're on a well, when you talk about sprinklers, two things. Um, if you're on a well, you really never want to run your well dry. Um, right. So, so between zones, if you're running a sprinkler off a well, I would give it at least a 20 or 30 minute uh, refill rest between zones. You know, you can program that. You can have each zone, you know, you can have a zone come on, run for 20 minutes, and then don't start the next zone for another Twenty or thirty minutes, because if you run your well pump dry, you're going to burn it out. Uh, it's you really don't, and you're not going to get any effective watering once right. that well bore. Once you run your expansion tank dry, uh, you're really not going to get any flow out of those sprinkler heads anyway. You'll never notice because it's in the middle of the night. So mm-hmm. if you're running a sprinkler off well, rest rest it. You know, give it a thirty-minute rest refill time between zones. Uh, and last but not least, if you're on a well, you've probably got an expansion tank. Uh, most people don't know there's a uh, inflatable bladder in that tank to maintain pressure, and those bladders will lose that air pressure over
4: time. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and if you lose that bladder, your well pump's going to short cycle because it's going to, you know, as soon as you flush a toilet, the pressure's going to drop, the well pump's going to cycle on, it'll pump up, cycle off, and you'll be re- you'll be starting and stopping that well pump every time you flush a toilet which is not something you want to do
4: right um, right and the
0: way and the way and the way you do that is you shut this you shut the uh, inlet to your expansion tank off you know you flush a toilet until the or open some faucets until you don't have any more water pressure and then put a tire pressure gauge there'll be a little schrader valve in the top of your tank and if you're not reading 25 pounds uh, on that bladder uh with no pressure in the tank uh you need to you know, put an air compressor uh, and uh, and repressurize that that bladder, and then also make sure it holds the pressure. You know, waiting mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. again, those bladders go bad too. will lose. They go bad, and if you and if your bladder is, you know, sometimes just over over time, you know, there there is a little porosity, so you can lose pressure over time. But if you if you fill it and a day later you've lost that pressure, you need to replace that bladder. Uh, because the, Good point. the, yes, it's, it's expensive, but, uh, replacing a well pump these days, depending on how deep your well is, you're looking at a seven to $10,000 bill, uh, to replace your well pump if you burn it out. So,
4: right. Uh, right.
0: Yeah. It, it, so, uh, again, if you're on a well, make sure your bladder is inflated and, and, and holds pressure because, uh, again, it's a, it's a big ticket item. And of course your, your house will be without water for three days, you're trying to get that pump pulled and replaced. So that would be my...
4: You know, the other thing, too, along those lines, too, Joe, that we should mention to new people that are moving into the area, and it's something you and I have never really even talked about. It's something you and I are familiar with, but I'm not sure we've ever covered this. If you're a new person, and depending upon the realtor, they may or may not mention some of these things, not every well permit allows you to irrigate. In fact, a lot of the new permits that have gone in in the last even 20 years or so, Joe, do not allow for any kind of irrigation they may allow you to do some and every permit's a little different they may allow you to go ahead and water for some livestock you might be able to fill some tanks you may be able to water some shrubs but every one of those permits in that particular area is specific to the permit itself and you better check as your you know as you're getting ready to do everything that you know your due diligence on buying that house you better check all of that on the front side.
0: Uh, exactly. On my, I had a well permit, John, and it's based on how many acres, acre feet of water your your well is permitted for. And by the way, you can buy a piece of land and not have water rights because the water rights can be sold separately from the land. Correct. Um, and in my case, and in my case, I think my permit said I could water up to uh, six head of livestock and up to I think two thousand square foot of lawn. Period. That was it. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, you don't. You do you don't do not have the ability to just you know you know do twenty head of cattle or five thousand right. feet of lawns. So, so yeah, yeah. it's, it's not it. it's not
4: carte blanche on what you get to do is the point.
0: Exactly. And by the way, and if you're going to have an irrigation system, you know, expansion tanks are. I've seen them as small as a pressure cooker, John, um, which are totally inadequate for. Assuming let's go back. Assuming you've got a well permit that allows you to irrigate you know so many square feet of lawn if you've got one of these little uh 14 inch high by 12 inch diameter expansion tanks i would replace that with something at least half the size of a a water heater if not uh, i had i actually had two 80 gallon expansion tanks you know piped in parallel
4: right right Uh,
0: and each each one was slightly taller than a water heater Um, so if you're, if you're on a well, you've got a permit that allows you to irrigate, don't try to do it with one of these little tiny pressure cooker sized expansion tanks. Good point. Uh, Good point. It's just not. And yeah, it's going to cost you uh, 800, 900 bucks to have a plumber come in and and install Mm. a 80 gallon expansion tank. But, you know, trust me, it'll, it'll, if you, if you don't do it, you, you you could be looking at a $10,000 pump, pump replacement. Um,
4: no, Good point. So and, and again, back to the whole permit thing, and the reason why I mentioned that, Joe, is I think there's a lot of folks and even some realtors where, and it's a part of the selling process to where the permit is supposed to be made, I think by law, has to be made available to the buyer and so on. But Joe, I can tell you that you know there's a lot of folks out there that I guarantee you never read thoroughly through that permit to even see what does it say, what does it allow, and so on. And just because somebody prior may have been watering some grass and doing some things along those lines and getting by with it, as you know, and as water becomes more and more scarce which that's a whole nother conversation we won't get into but as they continue to crack down on who's using what you move into a house that you know somebody's had a really nice lush lawn but had a residential inside use only well permit you're going to find yourself with dead grass
0: exactly yeah and uh, you could get a substantial fine if uh, that's right state water they could even yank it they could
4: even say we're done you're not having anything
0: Exactly. So yeah, be really, really careful. If you move into a house uh, that has a well that doesn't have an irrigation system, and you call up an irrigation because the irrigation contractor's not going to tell you, he you know he says, oh, you want an right. irrigation system? Yeah, here's your number. You know, yeah, they're not looking
4: any of that stuff. Yeah, th- thank you, Joe. They're not checking any of that. They don't care.
0: No, I mean, you say, okay, I want to, you know, I want to put irrigation in on on this big lawn here, and he'll give you thirty six hundred bucks, and we'll have it done by Friday. Well, guess what? You may not be permitted. It's, he's not going to the That's right.
4: That's right. So he's just. Yeah. The, the other thing, so, too, to your uh, point earlier about the whole flow and all this, is something else that's inside the well permit. We're just kind of instructing some of you that may be moving into areas, or you may be living in Colorado, but you may move to a more, rural area to where there's a well end of things, and maybe you've never done that before, Joe. Every one of those well permits, when, the, when it was, you know, prior to it being drilled, they do test samples and so on, and you know what I'm talking about here, and they will tell you what's the flow, how many gallons a minute does it produce. You're only allowed to produce so many gallons permitted under your permit as well. Again, there's all sorts of stipulations in this that they don't necessarily – you know, no offense, Joe, some realtors understand all of that, but frankly, unless they're a, a specialized rural uh, property, uh, you know, a real estate agent, they probably don't know what you and I are even talking about.
0: Right. And as an example, say you've got a well that's um, permitted and can produce 10 GPM. Uh, if you've got too many, um, too many sprinkler heads, you might have a system that's putting out 15 gpm.
4: That's right. Um, that's right.
0: So you want it. So the same thing. If you're going to have an ear, so assuming you're permitted, you know, for watering a lawn, uh, be also be very careful when that sprinkler contractor, how he zones your lawn. Don't have him. You know, if your if your whale's only producing 10 gpm, and you've got each head is doing three gpm. Uh, and John, and I don't. You're only
4: run three, you're only going to run three heads if that's the case. So yeah, you got to do the math.
0: You got to do the math. So yeah, don't don't put five heads. On that's three right. GPM. So, Good point. So, so no, and and again, just trying to
4: instruct everybody that you know we're we're you know again we're living in an area now, Joe, where there's a lot more rural developments going in, and a lot of those are done on even sort of a neighborhood well system, if you would, and you know what I mean by that. And it's one of those things where I'm just not sure everybody really understands and does their due diligence properly you you and i've talked about septic systems in the past that's another whole topic you know we've covered and probably we'll have to do that again in the future because there's more and more people that go to the the outlying areas that are finding themselves with those that frankly joe have probably never been around that stuff
0: right and and where we're seeing that a lot of the growth john is out in the elizabeth Kyle that's area. right I mean, a that's lot of, right. And, and all those homes are on wells and there there's no city water out there and there's no central sewer so all those homes if you're looking at a whole if you're saying I want to get out of you know I want to get out of Denver and move to Elizabeth you're probably going to be on a well in and septic.
4: Great point. You
0: have to edu- educate yourself and That's uh, right. Last time I looked on that's where a huge amount of the development was. You're right. You know even in some Yeah, even in Frank if Franktown, you know, that's a, that's a booming area out there, at least, you know, Castle Rock, suburbs of Castle Rock, Franktown, Elizabeth. You're going to be on Welland, so if you're leaving the city, yep. or if you're leaving Cherry Creek, um, you're going to be on Welland Septic. So. Uh, because, and by the way, Joe, careful.
4: same is true if you start heading west and go even just a little bit into the foothills. I'm not talking very far. You go a little bit into the foothills unless you're in a developed town. If you're in a outskirts of most of our, our mountain areas or even the foothills areas you're going to be in the same boat
0: exactly so uh, again uh, it's it's a whole adjustment it's not like having unlimited city water correct uh, uh, so you know just just don't do all this stuff without researching and planning and
4: good and, point and, uh,
0: you're, so uh, anyway that's what I that's all you're good you're stuff into Joe, as, water, as always yep. Yeah,
5: all right, thank you, Always. All right, bye appreciate
4: bye. it, man, very much. Thank you very much. All right, we're going to take a quick break again. We are live worldwide, Vintage Autos. You can kind of hear in the background kind of what's going on, and we uh, appreciate, by the way, uh, those of you that are out and about. And if you want to stop by and say hi, please do. 4001 Forest Street, Denver, Colorado. We're literally right off of I-70 and Colorado Boulevard, Dahlia, that area. Uh, we're just a little bit south, about a block or so south of i-70 is also very easy to find you can you can really just punch in worldwide vintage autos right into google into your map system it'll take you right here it's very easy so again we're out we'd love to have you come by there's a lot going on and for those of you saying you know why is this you know fix it radio and then worldwide vintage autos well we're here we're going to be all the way here until one o'clock so we're doing everything today in one location of course because i can't be in two locations at one time so don't forget stack optical by the way my wife was there earlier this week had an eye exam and then got some glasses ordered and literally they showed up within two days so don't think for a second that if you're sorry one day one day later that everything showed up after being at the appointment so don't think this is some long drawn-out process alan and the and the crew there will help you with whatever you need and i don't say this enough They can design your eyewear for whatever you're doing, whatever your lifestyle is. They will help you along those lines. If you need something specific, they can do that. Those of you that are out in the field doing different things, safety glasses even, or if you want designer frames, designer sunglasses, you name it, they've got it all. And, again, one of the cheapest eye exams in town. Stack Optical, 303-321-1578.
5: Seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. That's seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. And the MLS two nine eight one nine one, regulated by DOOR.
6: We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass.
3: You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Leuenberger with American National Insurance now at 303 6620789 That's 303 6620789
7: Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home.
1: Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment That gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs.
7: With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof.
1: Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to roofsaversco.com to keep a durable roof over your head.
4: All right, we are back. fix it Radio, KLZ 560. Again, folks, we are at Worldwide Vintage Autos. If you get a chance to come out and about, please stop in, say hi. We've had a great time already. Lots of folks are already rolling in. So if you are, again, out in this area, please come by. We are at... The exact address is 4001 Forest Street, and that's I-70 and Colorado Boulevard, Dahlia area. We're just a little bit south of I-70. Eh, not even a, probably quarter mile or so is all. It's not that far. Eighth of an mile. Eighth of a mile probably is all. Not very far. Just put it into your Google Maps or whatever you happen to use. It'll take you right to where we're at. Really, right to the front door. You'll see all the activity. We've got some things out front. We've got a lot of things going on inside. Again, Worldwide Vintage Autos come by, say hi, but mostly we're here to answer your questions. Anything you've got when it comes to around the house, give us a call. We'd love to answer it. 303-477-5600 is our number, 303-477-5600. Don't forget, you can text us as well, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. And I appreciate Joe calling in. He gave a lot of information on this, the inside water side of the fence with your water heater and your you're, uh, you know, changing out the anode rod and all of that. I wanted to talk a little further about the irrigation site today as we have time. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention, though, along those lines, and we talked about it a moment ago, is just if you're on a well, there's a lot of different things that start to happen on the well side of the fence that you don't have if you're on city water. So it's one of the things, again, as we said earlier with Joe, you really need to pay attention to, make sure you do your research, and if you're already in a house with the well, you typically already know what that is. But if you... Uh, If you don't know any of that, you really need to do your research and find out exactly what's going on. Last but not least, this is not an advertiser that I have yet, but those of you that are listening that are realtors, I have a new individual I'm going to be coaching, and we'll be talking more about this in the near future. I've got an individual that has the ability to help you market your property in a very a uh, consolidated manner currently right now most realtors they hire a photographer they hire the guy that does the drone shots they hire somebody else that does sort of the the 3d modeling and the walkthrough and all of that i have somebody now that i'm starting to coach in the realty world that will be doing all of that for you for one low price. And when I say low price, I've already checked with some realtors. It is a low price. So those of you that maybe are realtors that might be interested in that, please reach out to me. I'll get you in contact with who I, who you need to be in contact with and get that taken care of. So 303 477 Zero zero three zero three four seven seven five six zero zero is our number. And, again, we got a lot of people walking in here. Worldwide, autos is where we are right now. So back to the irrigation side. And, and about, I don't know, a few weeks ago, we walked through the whole getting the system fired up, getting it started, and so on. Now, with all of that that we went through, most of you have green lawns right now, period, regardless of what the irrigation system is like. And uh, in turn... We uh, now are going to, as we start to get out of the rain, when will that happen? I, I don't have any crystal balls on that, but we will start to get drier as we go, I'm sure. As that starts to happen, it becomes more imperative that you have your system operating Uh, you know, to the utmost that it can. Joe mentioned a few things a minute ago about if you're on a well, letting your well rest and some things along those lines. Yes, all of that is, of of course, true. You could be on city water, and there's even things now that a lot of the new controllers, which, by the way, if you're running an old controller, the clock is what I mean to say, that's, you know, on the wall either. Sometimes it's in the basement. Sometimes it's in the garage or a shed or wherever. But if you're running one of the old clocks, I will tell you right now, It is worth the investment to upgrade into some of the newer technologies that are out there. And what I mean by that is there are new clocks out there that enable you to, it automatically, if you set it correctly, will even look for the weather for you. It knows based upon weather stations near you whether it's rained or going to rain. There's a lot of predictive things now that happen inside of the irrigation clocks that, frankly, weren't there prior. And in... In doing that, you can not only keep your lawn looking much better, but you can also save money on the water side of the fence by upgrading to one of these clocks. And with the cost of water, a you know, 250 to $300 investment on the clock, if you look at what you're paying for water, you'll pay for that typically in a season with what you can save on the watering end of things. Now, for some of you are thinking, man, I don't have that many zones. Why is it that big of a deal? It goes back to what Joe was saying earlier. Most of the newer clocks—I shouldn't say most—all of the newer clocks have the ability for you to go into the settings. And and by the way, what the other thing, other thing that makes these really slick from what it used to be—the majority of new clocks, some I think are better than others. I happen to be a Hunter fan when it comes to their automated clocks. Their app and what they allow you to do with your system. And what I mean by that is Joe was talking earlier about letting things rest, or maybe you want to do a water and a soak and another water all in the same zone. These newer clocks give you the ability to really tailor everything the way you want to do it. And last but not least, you can control all of that from anywhere, your couch, your office, Or you could be on vacation visiting family and friends and still want to know what's going on at home when it comes to your irrigation system. The majority of these new systems, call them smart systems, I guess, or smart clocks, they give you the ability to really finesse and do some things in the clock that you frankly can't do with just the old, what I would call just the old timers. And and a lot of that technology has advanced in the last several years, probably five years or so. And, and some of them make it just really, really simple as to as to how they operate. Now, I will also tell you that you don't have to be a master electrician or know a lot about wiring to even transfer these over and put what you currently have on the wall into one of these new systems. You literally can take a picture of the way the old one's wired. If you've got, you know, 6, 8, 10, 12 zones, whatever it happens to be, you take a picture of where everything's at per zone, each wire going to whatever zone it is. Some of you may have a master valve, some may not. But literally, you take a picture of where everything's at, take the old clock off the wall, put the new clock up, and rewire everything back the way it was originally. So if you know, yellow is on zone one and blue is on zone two and you get the drift, as long as everything goes back the way that it was, your system will be up, up to speed, ready to go, no problems, done deal. And and again, once you do that, then going in and programming it typically you're not even programming at the clock anymore. You put you download whatever app that clock comes with, you go to the app and you do all of your programming on the app instead of standing in front of a clock programming each zone and the minutes and so on. The other thing that these apps do, the clocks used to be able to do this. Uh, as well but the apps make it very very easy if you want to make seasonal adjustments this is something by the way that most people don't understand even with their current clock some of you see a seasonal adjustment uh, on the clock and you're thinking what what does that mean well seasonal adjustments mean let's say that you want to set everything to the proper zone and the timing of each zone how many minutes it runs for example for june because that's kind of where your baseline is You can vary whatever you're doing based upon the seasonal adjustments. You can go up. So in July, let's say for example, we're at 100% in June, but in July we want to go to 110%. But say in May, we only need 90% of that time. So, you know, if we're gonna, if you're gonna make those adjustments, that's what the seasonal adjustments are for. So typically, most people that understand how the irrigation things work and installers and so on, they will make a 100% setting of your make the time come down, you know, again, back in the fall. You just do seasonal adjustments, and most of even the older clocks allow you in different months, or you may just have to go to the clock manually and say, hey, I only want 90% right now, or I want 80%, or I want 110%, or 120%, or whatever the magic number is, you can make all those adjustments at the clock. Now, what the apps do with the newer clocks is literally you can say month by month in April, as I get things fired up, I want 60%. In May, I want 80%. In June, I want 100%. In July, maybe I want 120%. In August, I may go back down to 110%. By September, maybe you're back to the 100% mark. And then October, maybe you're back down to 80 or 70%. Again, you'll have to kind of address that according to what your needs are with your home. But the reality is these clocks give you the ability now to make all of those adjustments on an automatic basis to where you're not having to always go to the clock and manually make these adjustments. Because years ago, that's how it worked. The other thing that's nice about these is you can also add flow meters to most of these. And some of you would say, what's a flow meter? Well, a flow meter on an irrigation system will tell you, based upon the clock and the meter, what each zone is actually using when it comes to water use. And for a lot of you that are in areas where you're getting a high-charge you know, high high per gallon water charge you may want to know specifically what am I spending on my drip, what am I spending on zone one or two or three, or whatever the magic zones are the you know the magic numbers of those are, and with these With these flow valves and these newer clocks, you can literally get a recording, sends it to your app. Your app will then tell you, here's what each one of these zones is doing as far as water use goes. And then you know what adjustments you maybe want to make even when it comes to future landscape needs in your home. You can base all of that off of real data now that you've got coming back in and decide what do you want to do when it comes to different areas of your lawn and so on. So, again, these newer clocks make things so slick and easy that if you don't have one of those on your home, first of all, I would highly suggest you do that. Now, there's a lot of different clocks out there, Erotrol, uh rainbird, hunter, you can go down the list. We as a company happen to like the hunter brand of Clocks because their app and how it's used for you as a homeowner work extremely, extremely well. So if that's something that you're interested in, just go check those out. Uh, you can buy those typically at irrigation supply houses. Sometimes you can get them at the big box stores. Not always. It really depends upon what they're selling uh, online as well. So there's all sorts of ways you can acquire these things. I would highly suggest that you, you know, currently look at what you have, what could you move into, and how much could you actually save, or, you know, how much more convenient would it be for you if you make some of these, you know, make some of these adjustments internally with the clock itself. And again, they're not that hard to install. It ends up being a pretty easy process. So, uh, just something to check out. This kind of goes on top of what we talked about with opening up your system, getting things up and running, and so on. When I come back, I will talk about how you make adjustments. To some of those things, a lot of people, you're hiring somebody to come out and actually make adjustments to your heads and so on, and the bottom line is, you don't have to do that. These are very easy to do. Yes, there are some special tools that, are in some cases that are required, but, again, those are easy to, to accommodate, and I can give you some tips here in a moment about how we want to adjust things and make sure we have proper coverage and not wasting water and so on. So hang tight. We're going to come right back. Don't forget Stack Optical for all your optical needs, by the way, is all your eye needs, I should say. Stack Optical, 303 But, again, we're live worldwide vintage autos. We're going to be here until 1 o'clock. We'll finish up fix it radio here as soon as we come back we got another segment left and then we'll get into drive radio if you have any questions by the way give us a call 303-477-5600 303-477-5600 don't forget you can text us a question as well and i'll answer it on on the on air for you as well 307-200-8222 307-200-8222 and we'll be right back this is fix it radio klz 560
3: You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Leuenberger with American National Insurance now at 303 662 that's 303 662 Summer hailstorms have
7: returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home.
1: Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs.
7: With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call
1: today at 303 710-6916. 710 That's 303 710 Or go to roofsaversco.com to keep a durable roof over your head.
5: in these difficult times, you can still save seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. That's seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred, and the 298 two nine eight one nine one, regulated by DORA.
4: All right, we are back. Fix it Radio KLZ five sixty. Thanks for joining us. Drive Radio, of course, will follow. We're live at Worldwide Vintage Autos, which the address is four thousand one. Forest Street, which is really right at Colorado Boulevard, Dahlia area, just off of I-70. So we're about a block off of I-70 is also, if you're out and about, come by, say hi. Speaking of, I grabbed one of my friends who actually is one of my clients as well. I coach Craig and his wife, Sandy. So, Craig, welcome. How are you?
2: Thank you, John. Thanks for having me. Oh,
4: I'm glad you came down. So the reason I wanted to have Craig jump on, because Craig and I are really kind of more on the automotive side when We're doing business and so on, although Craig's branching out and doing some things that a lot of you that are listening now, even in Fix It Radio, might find Craig's services useful. Very true. Because you're doing some things to help people really, how should I say this? We don't like the name Liquidate, but we're helping people maximize some of the items they may have kicking around their house or a family member's house or whatever. And maybe you don't have enough to where you feel like you want to bring a quote-unquote estate sale in or you don't want to go through that whole process, which is very cumbersome sometimes. In that case, if you've got stuff you'd like to get rid of, could be anything from antiques to signs to car parts to you name it. Could be whatever. You, You name it. You think of it. You call Craig now. Don't let the name fool you. It's peak high performance because we've called it that for the automotive side of what we're doing. But we've sort of branched out, and literally, if you've got things That's kicking right. around the house, yep. you can help get rid of it.
2: Exactly where we fit in, I think, is where um, auction houses maybe don't uh, like to even tread. They they don't want to deal with car parts. They don't want to deal with old and grimy, you know, things that are heavy.
4: Most of the time, they just look at that
2: and want to throw it away. <laughs> and they do. They have no idea what the value is in some cases. And places. they do. I hate to say this, but I just talked to an auction lady just a couple of weeks ago. She threw around somewhere around six, dollars $7,000 worth of Porsche parts because she didn't even know what wow. they were. Wow. So she was glad to hear about peak high performance, and uh, we're teaming up with her. So basically, we, we want to come in we can reclaim these parts John we yep. have a full machine shop we can reclaim those in the way that rebuild them and put them back on the market
4: so we definitely... it's, a, it's really the best recycling That's probably right. the best way to say it is we're not liquidating That's we're right. recycling giving you mm-hmm. good value and Craig's got a system whereby he does all of the work for you 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 give him the part the item Correct. Craig does everything else. He, it's kind of like worldwide vintage autos on the car side. Craig's doing the same thing on the the stuff side, the parts side, I guess you could say. It right. could be anything from... You know, wheels to chrome pieces to engines, engine blocks, transmissions, differentials, you name it. And then on top of that, guys, it could just be, hey, I've got an old sewing machine that's been kicking around the house for years that, you know, maybe it's an antique and I want to get rid of it. We have the ability to accommodate those things as well, right?
2: Yeah, we actually come and pick it up. They don't have to even mess with it. We'll pick it up and uh, take it away. And, uh, if it's a value of some kind, sometimes people say, Hey, I don't even want to look at it again. Don't worry about it. Take it away from me. Other people say, you know, if it's worth something, write me a check. When you sell it. And we have a, a team of uh, specialists who evaluate these things. And, uh, as we sell them, we sell them for top value. Right. Top dollar. Uh, thank you. And I think that's the
4: other thing that separates you from a lot of other folks it would be in this world is in a lot of areas somebody will help you sell something but they have no idea what the value is they're basing that most likely on what you tell them in craig and sandy's case and and i'm helping them with this as well guys we're going through these and determining what is the real value of said item so that to craig's point a moment ago you can maximize what that is and then in your world if you're if you're not wanting to just give the part away but you want to get some money back in which by the way most would want to do Craig will help you maximize that, but again, like worldwide vintage autos, you're not having to do the work in making that happen. Craig's doing that instead.
2: That's exactly right. Even if that part's laying in a bunch of weeds behind the barn, we'll pick it up and we'll evaluate it. We'll uh, resurface it if that's what it takes. We'll rebuild it. This doesn't take a long time, and before long, it's on the market, John. And uh, we have a great record for selling uh, parts. In fact, Well, I will tell you
4: right now, and I'm going to speak for Craig, but I'll tell you folks that are listening, here's why I wanted to bring him on. The biggest struggle we're having right now that Craig's struggling with, we sell things really quickly. We need more stuff.
2: That's right. So those of you that
4: are out there listening, we we just need more stuff to sell because we're able to get these things turned on a pretty quick basis. So we need more product to get rid of.
2: Yeah, we we ride that fence line between the highest dollar we can get And a quick sale.
4: Which is what they do here at Worldwide Vintage Autos. That's why it's a good combo for what you guys are doing because you're both in that world of helping people maximize something they may own. Don't have the ability or knowledge to get rid of it. That's right. You're coming alongside them and helping them with that whole process, to where rather than just sitting around collecting dust, they now get cash back.
2: Exactly, and it frees up and reclaims some space. That's the um, other thing. A yes. lot of times, grandpa or maybe maybe dad died or something like that, and the family's in transition. They don't even know and don't care that's a distressed type of situation. We, Correct. We do care. Correct. We want to get them the extra money. Dad. Grandpa put a lot of time into this thing. Whatever it is, we want to maximize their efforts for them. And as I look around here, by the way, folks, I'm reminded, it could be everything from
4: model cars it could be old books about cars could even be manuals could be old tools you know some some tools where hey these are not going to be day-to-day used tools anymore these are more of the antique version you name it It, it it's things that you're not going to use that's right it could even be modern tools but anything that you're not going to use on a daily basis because somebody that you know has has passed or they're just done doing that or it could be even you hey i'm done i've i've been down that path i've owned the classic cars i've had all the tools but I'm, I'm I'm heading to to Cabo San Lucas and I'm retiring. That's
5: right. You know, whatever
2: it happens to be, Craig, you can come along and help them with all of that. And. You know, one thing we should cover, John, is the end of the spectrum where we pick up a a car part that's dirty and grimy and we need to fix that up and so forth. But but let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Maybe we pick up a car part and what they really want is a whole new, complete, rebuilt engine. Mm. Um, We can do that, too. We've got a full machine shop where we can machine heads, crankshafts, turn cranks, polish them. Um, rebuild entire engines. We even have a dyno tester where we can dyno test these engines before they leave us. Um, we just tested a big old Dodge 440 the other day, what goes into a tractor pulling uh, situation. And, boy, when that thing wrapped up to uh, seven, 8,000 RPM, it was really shook cool. the floor. <laughs> that is cool. A lot that is cool. That uh, is cool. Somebody asked just a moment ago, too,
4: uh, and I know this person, but tracking electric use, which is great. Yep. And there's lots of devices that do that. Are there products that will do the same thing for tracking water flow? Absolutely there are. There are flow meters now that you can put on the main system coming in the house. You can do it on the irrigation system. As I said earlier, some of these flow meters will even then talk back to your irrigation clock, where even in the app that you open up, it will even tell you per zone how much flow you're using because it's tracking what's going through the irrigation system. Keep in mind, it knows, okay, I just turned on zone one. This is how much flow zone one used. Now zone two came on. Here's the flow for zone two. So a little bit different than what's on the inside of the house because in an irrigation system, it's clocked. Everything's coming on at a specific time and runs for a specific set of, of time, and then that flow meter will work accordingly. But, yes, you can do that on a whole house basis. But, again, you know, the reason I wanted to, get, wanted to grab Craig, and I actually told Craig, hey, you've got to come down and see what's going on here at Worldwide Vintage Autos because – it's a lot of what we're doing, only it's on the full-bore, you know, classic restorative car end of it where Craig's doing it on an individual part basis, I that's guess correct. you could say, right, Craig? Yep,
2: that's correct, piece by piece. How do they get a hold of you? 3 uh, I'm sorry, 970-308-5452. Or maybe a simpler way is just remember peak, like mountain peak, peakhighperformance.com. All right, I also got a, a message in. This is
4: somebody out of the area. And uh, I will tell you, this is uh, somebody saying, hey, Columbus is a, a, a sprawling uh, metroplex, have bought a two-acre property with rainbird clocks that have 32 zones. It's a modular uh, commercial clock that you would normally see on a golf course. It's almost impossible to upgrade to one of these new clocks. No, it's actually not. You can actually upgrade. I have a, I have a five-acre property, so I have a similar situation to what you're talking about here. And I just use multiple clocks to handle what you're doing. So you can always break out your zones. If you, for example, if 24 isn't enough, but a lot of them will have 36 zones and so on in their modular and you can even add on. But a lot of the newer commercial-grade clocks, because that's the world that I live in. I don't live in the residential world with my business. We live in the commercial world. So trust me, yes, you can manage all of those larger systems for larger estate-type properties, we call them. Yes, you can use these modern clocks to do that. If you have specific questions on that, by the way, send me an email. Go to fixitradio.com or... In this case, you're already using the text line, just text me back. I can give you some of those brands of items that are out there that you can actually use to manage these things. And, yes, again, I'm I'm one of those individuals that has a larger property, multiple clocks, lots of zones, and so on. And, yes, you can manage those in this manner where you can do the upgrades. And I've got commercial properties we manage that have – More than even the 30 zones, and we still manage that on a larger scale basis. But, yes, there are products out there that will assist you with all of this. Now, really where you end up into into maybe some drawbacks or some hurdles you have to jump over on larger properties is most of the products I just mentioned – requires some sort of Wi-Fi signal. So if you've got a clock and it happens to be kind of out in the back of your property and there's no Wi-Fi signal, well, that's something you'll have to address because you either have to use some sort of a cell signal or Wi-Fi to get that clock to communicate and do the things that we mentioned a moment ago. But it's still doable, and I can assist you with what those things are and how that works. But again, I really want to say thanks to Craig. I'm going to grab him again during Drive Radio and get him on to talk about a lot of or talk to a lot of you that listen on the Drive Radio end. But peak, high performance, don't let that name fool you. If you've got anything kicking around that isn't necessarily even a auto part. It could be Craig. I mean, you think of the countless numbers of things that are out there that people end up with from Literally, could be old jewelry, old watches. It could be any number of items where they're just kicking around. And, again, maybe not large enough that you want to call somebody and do an estate sale. Uh-huh. And those there's pros and cons to that, which will we could get into maybe at a later time, Craig. Uh, there's pros and cons to that. In your case, you're not an estate sale company. No. You're looking at each thing in an individual or a, a lot basis that's even, correct. and you're going to help those people move through those items that's, that's and right. benefit them the best that you can so that's that right. they maximize their value.
2: That's exactly right. And get them, get them into the hands of people who want them. Thank you. And, uh, that's the other thing about it. Yeah, because there's people out there that may very well want to use
4: the product you're just sitting on, and it's doing nobody any good at that point that's in time. Right. Let's, let's move those in to other things to other people that can actually right. you know utilize that item and have fun with it and mm-hmm. and in some cases you may think well it's a family heirloom well if you're not using it how much of an heirloom is it
2: and it really only has value to the people who are most closely associated with it because once your kids come up probably they probably will. they're not wanting it you, know that's, a burden to you know that's our that's
4: we got a couple of minutes craig that's kind of a reminder for a lot of you that maybe are thinking well i'm just going to pass this stuff down to my kids well Piece of advice: yeah. Have you asked?
5: <laughs> right. Have you
4: ever had that sat down, had that conversation, That's and right. said, "Hey, kids, you know, as I get a little older and I start to wind out of my carpentry, you know, hobby, where I've got you know planers and I've got saws and I've got all the stuff, I've got you know maybe even a lathe and all these different things that are in the shop, are you guys going to want these items? Oh man! If you haven't had that conversation, mm-hmm. you need to. And, and by the way, real quick, the other thing I think that Craig." And the reason why he suits this business so well or fits this business so well is Craig has been in in that world of helping folks in assisted living and so on. So, Craig, you know that world and the individuals very well Mm -hmm.
2: and have not
4: only the compassion needed to help those people, but you just know what happens when folks don't deal with these things correctly on the front side.
2: And the stress that it creates in the family and siblings start to have a rivalry because I tell you, John, in a nutshell, the, the greatest gift my mother and father who are now passed, but mom and dad gave us a great gift, and they went through and dispersed or taped, put names on everything around the house, where it went, who it went to, and it was done. Okay. We as kids did not have to worry about it. Things that we didn't even want were gone. Okay. They should have had uh, you know, some value to them in terms of uh, sentimentality. But you know what? They meant something to mom and dad, but not to the kids. I hate to say it, but, uh, that's, that's the, uh, reality of it. And where a lot of times people are caught in transition where they just need, um, some advice or maybe a way just to get rid of Mm -hmm. some of this stuff. And they, like you say, they don't want an estate sale or auction house to come in. So Larry,
4: who answers all of our phones, just asked a question and said, Hey, I've got six foot lockers of military items dating back to the 40s. Is this something Craig could help me with? (laughs) Definitely so. Absolutely, Larry. And that's another example of things where you guys may have things that it's sentimental to you. Yeah. And, by the way, could very well be sentimental to somebody else out there. Mm -hmm. But it may not be for your kids and family. I, I I hate to say that, Craig, because it should be, yep. but in some cases it may not be. So you know what? Let's get that into the hands of somebody that will mm-hmm. appreciate those items. That's right. And then, on the same token, get you a little bit of money back at the same time. Why I, not?
2: I was just dealing with an auto museum in Rangeley, Colorado, for crying out loud. And the value of this thing that I was dealing with had no value to the family, but that museum, it was the... Very piece of puzzle, puzzle piece that completed their One more time, give me your phone number. It's 970-308-5452. Perfect. High performance.
4: With that, guys, that's it for Fix-It Radio. Ken Rackley just walked in. We're going to come back and hit on Drive Radio in just one moment. If you're listening on Tuesday, our replay edition, thank you so much for doing so. We, again, are live worldwide vintage autos, 4001 Forest Street. We'll be right back. This is Fix-It Radio. Drive Radio is next, KLZ 560.